And guess who's back in the motherfucking house? This is Zexy Genius Podcast. I am Mix. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, you gotta speak up so we know you're there. Hello. And how are you tonight? I'm okay. Hey, how are you? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm here doing a thing. Let me adjust my levels because I don't think I'm leveled out the volume, right? Ouch. Okay. It's been a while. Well, it's been like a week or so since we had a show. And things been constantly jumping off since we've been gone. Hello, are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. I, I had a comment, but I was reading something. Um, Yes, uh, are we still citizens? No, we're not. Uh, we ain't never been citizens, honestly. We're just, well, we're just property. Unclaimed property is what we are. Nobody has a receipt? Come on, people. Yeah, so... Until we get claimed again, we just, you know, unclaimed property. I'm pretty sure you can look up on the website and see who owns us. Well, it won't be the first time I woke up in a coat check room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So, first thing. What would you like to discuss? This, this Iron Fist situation. For those who don't know. Iron Fist is a show that's going to be on Netflix on Friday based on a night a, Kurt, a comic book, I'm sorry, from the 70s. So, the big thing, the big issue controversy is that the main character is white. Now, if you ever read the comic book, you know that in the comics he was a white guy white parents who were in a plane crash and was in a, I don't know if it's an alternate dimension or something where he ends up getting martial arts training and comes back to his hometown and becomes a superhero. And people are upset because it's been, they're saying whitewash on a TV, on a TV show. But the main character is white. Have you heard this? Do you have an explanation? I've, I've heard of it, but I don't really know the history. Was in the comic book? Was he raised by? Was he what? People of color. No. He was raised by white people. Right. But then taught, you know, taught martial arts by Asian, you know. Okay. I really don't have an opinion on it because I don't know the show or the comic book, but I. But it's just just one of the things where people are just crying to be crying for the simple fact that it's based on a comic book. Now they wanted to do, they wanted they, here's the thing I've been hearing. People always say that Marvel. It's all white characters, that type of thing. 
which is true because it's based on a comic book which was written by a bunch of white guys so what you expect they had they had the black characters and they've been kind of been they've been coming around and putting the pro the what's the word I'm looking for showcasing the black characters more at the same time we still have all the I mean comes over they didn't have too much to talk about so they pretty much all had the same storyline where you know, Starbucks has powers and just saves the world. Same can be said for Spider Man, Iron Man, Iron Fist, any number of characters, right? Are you awake over there? Uh, I'm I'm awake. I'm trying to think about it and my opinion on comic books and how they're written and portrayed and people complaining about them is not very popular. What's your opinion? Let's hear it. I like the characters that have been created. If there are people who feel that there are not enough people of color in comic books, um, not enough women, then instead of complaining Contact your artists. Contact your story writers. Start these characters. Put them out there. Develop them. You know, I I, I can't draw for anything. You know, I like to write stories, but you know, if you feel you're like you're not being represented, do something about it. Besides, get on Twitter and complain. And there has been a lot of independent comic companies starting up with black comics and black you know black superheroes and things of that nature a lot more than what you know grew up with and it is going that route but to complain about a character in a TV show that started out white and he's still white saying he should be changed to Asian isn't that, isn't, isn't that even more of a stereotype where you have an Asian guy doing karate That one's hard for me to call because that's part of their culture. It's not something that was forced upon them. It's something they developed themselves as a fighting style or whatever. And to take it away from them, wouldn't that be racist too? To not give them credit for it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't either. It's it's too hard for me to call because it seems like it should be a non-issue. It it should be a non-issue, and that's where it, the I'm that's where I'm highly confused. Is where is all this issue coming from? Because when they did switch a character, i.e., uh, Fantastic Four, that terrible movie <laughs> that made no sense at all. None. And and people realize that by changing the, the race of one character, you're destroying the whole dynamic of what the whole series of comics was. Correct. So, it's been getting a lot of bad reviews, terrible reviews. I'm still gonna watch it. And and that's that's what I would say. Support it if if you know you can see beyond this. You know. Because reviews aren't always accurate. 
their people's opinion. Watch it. If you like it, keep watching it. If you don't, scrap it. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it because they've been doing good with the TV show so far. Daredevil was good even though it started out really, really, really slow. <laughs> like, I uh, I think I might fell asleep like halfway through season one trying to watch it, but I stuck with it. Season two was amazing with The Punisher. And the most violent fight scenes I've ever seen in The Punisher since, let me see, have you seen Old Boy? Well, those listening, if you like that Punisher fight scene and like the Daredevil hallway scene and the Punisher jail cell fight scene, those are reminiscent of the um, movie called Old Boy. Now, it was, a, it was a remake of it made by Spike Lee a few years back. Watch the original Asian movie with the subtitles. It is amazing. Fight scenes are fantastic. And also, um, The Raid. One of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. Now, this is Lose Track World Warriors. What are we talking about? <laughs> you were talking about Iron Fist. I'm really not contributing anything because this isn't my world. <laughs> You're a different type of nerd, is that what you trying to tell me? Yeah. Okay. And that's okay. So you don't watch all types of nerds. You don't watch none of the none of the Marvel TV shows. Or are you just too busy playing World of Warcraft to watch TV? Actually, I have been playing World of Warcraft, and my characters are screaming at me about it. Um, I don't know. What is the Flash? The Flash is DC. Okay. Sorry, I watch him. What do you think of that show? I think it has taken a very strange turn, and I don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, because I've watched it on Netflix a few times, and now I'm seeing on, like, the regular TV. When I caught it on, you know, on TV, there was, like, three different flashes, and everybody's, like, a speedster now. I'm like, uh, Right, and they keep going from the past to the future, and he changed something, and I'm like, what happened? Wait, did I miss something? And I, I just, it's weird now. I'm losing interest in it. Well, that's sort of like the same thing with Green Arrow, where it was just him, then he had the body, you know, his driver or whatever was joining them. Now he has like a whole crew of people. Yeah. Too much to keep up with. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm kind of checking out on that one. I, I'm doing the same with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've been checking out I, of that. I checked out that like two episodes in the season two. I'm, I'm just like, I have no clue what's going on now. So they had, I'm kind of giving up on those. They had no direction to it whatsoever. I think, I think they had a direction and lost it. They lost it. They lost it big time. Because now it's all about like cyborgs and I'm like, what? Is it Deathlock? Because if it's Deathlock, Deathlock was a great character from the comic books. No, it's like they're replacing the 
people on the team with robots. Oh boy. And they and they can't always tell who's a robot and who's not and it's too complicated. I'm just like uh, I'm leaving. Well, it I I thought the original premise was of the Agents of Shield was to go along with the movies timeline and interact with certain movies things from the movies and be like behind the scenes of what's going on because they had the one episode that went along with Thor Dark World where they were cleaning up the cleanup efforts of what happened in that movie which was out of sync with what they was already going on with the story anyway <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I have no idea what's going on now, and I went back and watched the the episodes, you know, from the beginning of the season, and I still can't keep up, and I'm like, I just gave up, and I said, forget it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens Friday when it comes out, when I sit here and watch all ten episodes in a day, and I have a better report for everyone. Also, um, are you ready for Sunday? As ready as I can be. We're going to be doing our first live podcast at the Madison Comic Con. I think it's called Mighty Con. I should have the info, huh? Yes, you should. The info is on the web, on the Facebook page, but it's the Madison Comic Con. It's going to be at the Monona Terrace, downtown Madison. We'll probably be there. They want us to be there all day. I don't know. I have to email them see if they, they need us there all day. But we're going to do a couple of live shows. We're going to interview some people. Interview some of the people walking around in costumes. It's going to be a costume, uh, oh, sorry, cosplay contest. Oh, that should be cool. So we're going to probably get a couple of those people on the, on the podcast. I'm going to have some fun with it. I'm a clown. No home training. That's going to be my goal. My contribution is I have green hair. It's, uh, as I said, Sunday, March 19th at the Monona Terrace, 1 John Nolan Drive in Madison, downtown. It's kind of hard. You can't miss the Monona Terrace. So if anyone's in the area, come check us out. And also, I'm back on Twitter. Follow me, makes in my XX CEO. Follow me. I've been trying to get back into Twitter. Pretty fun. Are you on anything yet? No. Are you going to get on anything? Maybe. I don't know. Get you a Twitter page. Let me set it up for you. Yeah, you can help me out with that. Jeez. Okay, Grandma, I you know, help you set up your Twitter page, <laughs> show you how to tweet. You do remember I know where you live, right? <laughs> it's dark, and I'm not worried about you going for <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. But we need to get you out there so people can talk with you and, you know, you can talk World of Warcraft with your, with your fans and whatnot. Give out your, uh... Your person's name. Um, my main, her name is Kinshock, K-I-N-S-H-O-K. And I have another one named Greshna. Now, isn't that a, uh, 
a wizard? Uh, Greshna is a paladin, and I am on Sigaris. Okay. Um, U.S. side. That's not a wizard? No, my warlock is Kinshock. Okay. Greshna is my paladin. Don't you got a Klingon on there? Bite me. <sighs> Which one's the Klingon, though? Beelzebub, nothing. <laughs> Can't we move along? <laughs> so what else been going on? What other big news has been going on? Well, we're staying away from politics, so. Now we hope we're going to touch on politics a little bit. I want to touch on the fake news bullshit that's been going on. And people are still posting the meme, or any type of meme, where it says that Michael Jordan invested it in prison, which has been debunked for the past five years. But people continue to put post this, and we try to tell them that you know, Michael, what? <laughs> I guess we gotta take a quick pause for the cause, and we're back. We had some uh, technical dif technical difficulties we had to take care of. Um, what were you talking about before we took a break? Oh, the uh, fucking um, fake news. If you still believe that Michael Jordan invested in prison, you gotta do a quick Google search. You see, this shit's not true. You try to explain to people that's not true, and they just so stuck in their head that you know stuff that's not even just. Fucking memes. They're taking memes as like actual news stories nowadays. Well, maybe he invested in them and he didn't know he was investing he in didn't, them. He it, didn't. It wasn't him. It was a white guy with the same name as his. And people see <laughs> Michael Jordan. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's tiring. It's one of the things that's tiring. Like, people post shit and it's like, but you know that shit's not true. Oh, oh. Who told you it wasn't true? If the white man told you it wasn't true, that's why you're saying that? It's like, jeez, come on. Okay. On that... <sighs> that goes back to the last show about the earth being flat. I hate to say it. Uh-oh. But you know how a lot of people make fun of Joe Hillbilly or, you know, Mr. Redneck and how he says such stupid stuff, you know, oh, the aliens is coming to take my sister and I gotta get my gun. That's uh -huh. how black people sound when they say the white man is telling you this and you believe in it. That's what they sound like to me. And it's the same. It's the same memes that just they they go away for a while and they come right back and it's like, why are y'all posting this again? <laughs> it's been debunked. It's not true. Why y'all keep this shit going? Nobody, you know, it's it's groupthink. Most dangerous thing in the world is groupthink. Well, it's so and so said it. It must be true. Without checking your facts for yourself. It's the thing though, it's not even about so-and-so said, it's, it's, it's like it's something that's been shared, it's shared from this person's page to that person's page, and don't nobody even know who the original person who posted it is, 
It's like they're just going on off a meme that's been shared for, you know, 5,000 times from five different pages from nobody knows who the original person who made it anymore. That's true. Because I don't know if I talked about this one before. It drives me crazy every time I see it. It talks about um, Abraham Lincoln was really, really a black man who was the first black president in the United States. <laughs> now, I've heard a theory that there was actually a first black president before Barack Obama, but I haven't heard it was Abraham Lincoln. Yes, they say Abraham Lincoln, they show a picture of a, a dark-skinned black man from like way back in the day. And they said, I've been looking for a picture, a true picture of Abraham Lincoln, and here it is. <laughs> no, well, there's supposedly, and I can't verify or not verify, so I forgot about it. But supposedly there was a black man that was acting in the role of a president before George Washington, but I'm not exactly sure how that could actually be possible based on history. So based based on what we know about this country, right? Based upon what we've seen in the past eight years with Barack Obama based on what we know from like from the fifties and sixties, based on what we know about how slaves were treated and looked at as just less than cattle, what makes people think that they would have let a black man be president in that in that time period? But think about prior to that, well, prior to that, in the, not, well, in the same time frame, there are patents that are legitimately held by free slaves or free blacks or whatever they were calling them at the time. Niggas. That, that's what he was calling them. Niggas. That's what you called. Negroes. Whatever. No, it, no, no, it wasn't Negroes. That are held by free blacks at the time. So, I mean, it can't have been as bad as it was in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. I, you think? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was different. I, 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 my idea of it is, no, I don't think that we were treated with, you know, open arms. But I do believe that we were treated differently because they were allowed to work in restaurants. They were allowed to work in bars. They were allowed to clean hospitals or whatever, you know. But, I mean, if... Yeah, they were to help. They were to help because that's the position they, they had. They might have been to help, but I mean, they were allowed to hold free patents because at the time they were given the patents, the patent office was in its infancy. It's like, okay, you walk in, you got a good idea, whatever. But as you go down the line and you look through history books now, a lot of those patents are attributed to whites. Exactly. When if you if you go back and you actually like look in like history books, museums, those were actually issued to free blacks. So you know. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can have this patent and go right ahead. As soon as they walked into the room, they probably bought them, threw it in the garbage, and it was nothing. No, really. as soon as they realized it was going to make money, that's when it became. Exactly. They give you a little title. Yeah, right. you're, yeah, you're such mean, and such. You, yeah, oh, yeah. That's still a, an acknowledgement of I invented this, I did this. And that's what's not being taught to anybody anymore. If it was ever taught. Yeah, and those patents that were all started, who's profiting from them now? What descendants are getting royalties from the patents, you know, those products that were patented? It's probably white people. Okay, then. So. But, that's, but that's not the point. If all we're ever going to chase is the almighty dollar, instead of establishing and acknowledging our history of what we're capable of, okay. we're going to be locked into what we're in right now. We're going to keep chasing Nikes, and we're going to keep chasing gold chains, and, you know, and I don't think that's what we should be doing. No, the point is that, that they probably they would give you a patent, but they would not let a black person in a, in a position of power, is what I'm saying, at that time period. I agree. I agree with that 100%. So, if they, bar if they barely wanted you to speak out in a restaurant without being lynched, or even look at a white woman without being lynched, what but makes you think... that came later, before... No, it was the same time. Before President Washington. No, it was the same time. It was the same time. Well, we have to agree to disagree on that one because I don't, I do believe that we were equated lower status. I do agree with that, but I don't, and I'm not saying that there was a black president before Barack Obama. I'm just saying that I have stumbled across articles that have said this. I don't know if it's true or not, but they weren't, this person was not given the title of president. They were just acting in a role that would have been that, and that would have been before the presidency was established. So, I'm not saying we weren't given less status. I'm just saying that, like, you talk about fake news. I don't know. That might be fake news. Yeah, it sounds like fake news. You think uh, a black man would have stood in a room full of white men and told them what to do? And I, end I don't up, think and the I, situation up, was the same. I don't I, think the situation was the same. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Maybe I'm just negative about it, but a lot of things happened back then that just didn't seem doesn't seem like it was it could happen. Did I lose you over there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm looking this up because um um You doing your Googles? Yeah. Okay, let's let's move on, let's move on, move on. Yeah. We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. Now, the big story of the day, well, it came out yesterday, and it's got a lot of heat today. It's been all over the place. The Snoop Dogg Lavender video. I actually subscribed to his channel, to YouTube, and I've seen it when it came out. 
But I didn't check it out for some reason. I should have checked it out when it first came out, but I didn't check it out. I wake up today and there's all type of drama and everything. And Donald Trump is even tweeting about it. Which he tweets about everything. But he's tweeting about the shit. Where Snoop Dogg has a video where everybody is pretty much clowns. And it shows police brutality. And then toward the end of the video, he has a fake Donald Trump. And he puts a gun up to him. And then a little flag that comes out that says bang. And that's it. And the fact that the, the Donald Trump person is even in the next scene of the video tied up. So he wasn't killed or nothing. And people are having a fit about it. Well, my opinion on that is this is Republican spin again. Because do you remember the pictures and and portrayal that they had when Barack Obama became president the first time? Yeah, the all the nooses and the, the and they had black dummies being hung. Trees and burning him and telling him to go back to Africa and that some village in Kenya is missing their idiot and he was the next Hitler and all this that, and the other. And then they have the audacity to say, if this was President Obama, nobody would have said anything. Excuse me, that's all on video. <laughs> yeah, I soon they forget. I soon they forget. So you say you've seen the video. What are your thoughts on the video? I have mixed thoughts on it. I I kind of think I know what he was trying to get across. And I, I've read some of the comments and people are saying, oh, it shocks me that he would do this. And I kind of also see it as a wake-up call. He's like, okay, we're done playing nice. We've played nice as long as we're going to. This is what we actually think of you. Because he not only shows police brutality, he also shows, because that first clown, that first family, is a white family. Right. And they're just as beat down as everybody else. And they're just as sick of being harassed by the man as everybody else. And he's the one who gets killed. Yep. You know, so I think he's just trying to say, we are sick of your crap. This is what you need to do. Die. Go away. Get out of our lives. <laughs> So, I mean, is it pushing it? Yep. Do I think he needed to push it? Probably. And I've been saying this for a while. It's enough playing nice and enough turn of the cheek and enough we're not going to do it. We're going to go pray on it. You know, it's enough of that shit. It's enough. Yeah. It's time to, I hate to say it. Eye for eye or some shit, but, you know. But well, they're being, not going to do the most important thing that they need to do. What's that? Vote. Get up off your ass and vote. It's too many people talking about it and not doing nothing. All they do is get I the vote. problem. Did you vote? I missed out on vote because I was in the emergency room. You get a pass, but I voted. 
they, you know, and that's, Samantha B was about that tonight. You're marching, you're upset, you're fired up, but you won't get your butts out there and vote. And I'm tired that's, of you. The protesting, stop with the protesting. Protesting hasn't done shit. As you protest and by boycotting certain things and not spending your money in certain places, nothing gets changed. You can march up and run down the Capitol all fucking day and nothing's going to fucking change. Let's stop with the marching and protesting bullshit. And you look kind of silly if you're marching with your Starbucks cup in your hand. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. You know, it just... Your vote is what counts. And everybody says, oh, my vote don't count. Well, here's a clue. Why don't you cast it and see? Let's just walk up to that booth and put that vote in and see what happens. But they won't do it. They won't, they won't do it. They won't get out and vote. And so, I mean, you got Snoop trying to get people fired up, trying to get people thinking about things. And, you know, I the whole, you know, oh, if this had been Barack Obama, it was Barack Obama. You practically threatened to lynch him the day he was sworn in and now you're complaining because he put a fake gun to a fake clown's head and the thing was that it didn't it wasn't an assassination he just put the gun up and the little flag said bang and he was in the oh, next they're scene saying it was a threat of an assassination oh what now Snoop Dogg's gonna kill Trump Really? Yeah. And they said, but it might give somebody the idea. Somebody, oh, there was somebody who already had the yeah, idea. Yeah, you already got the they idea. They don't talk about that white guy that they arrested that tried to shoot Trump. They don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Yeah, they already arrested a guy who tried to shoot him. Because he felt like he got screwed. How close did he get? Not very. Okay. He was just in the planet well, well, state. Well, he got, he got close enough that it was Secret Service that intercepted him. It wasn't like they caught him coming out of his house. He was intercepted, like, in the vicinity. He probably, um, probably put on Facebook what he was planning, like a dumbass. But he had no plan. He had, I mean, he had, like, a revolver with him or something. It wasn't, you know, it, I don't think... I wouldn't have considered it a serious threat, but he was in intercepted in the vicinity where Trump was supposed to be. I'm not even going to say Trump was there. I'm just going to say he was in the vicinity where Trump was supposed to be. But they have arrested a guy whose intention was to shoot Trump. But he was white, so we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he won't be the last one. I mean, he's a lot of people are pissed off. People who voted yeah, but they're for not in a, a position to do anything. We're talking about broke, sick coal miners. Who, I mean, they don't have enough gas to get to town to meet their doctor's appointments. He bamboozled a whole... Country? <laughs> no, no, not a whole country, but he bamboozled a whole population of people. And it wasn't us, because we all looked at him and said, we know you're not going to do nothing for us. It was the people he promised jobs, that he promised they was going to have better health care, that he promised he was going to build that wall and Mexico was going to pay for it. All those people that listen to him are now getting screwed. 
because the plan that they rolled out is not. They're talking 14 million people are going to lose health care in the first year. <laughs> and by 2026, 24 million will lose health care. Yeah. So, you're not getting better health care. There's no way he's bringing coal jobs back because they're going to get rid of that. You know, all these deregulations he's doing. You can't just dump coal dust in the water. Oh, now you can. <laughs> oh, well, now you can until people start getting sick and people start getting sued. Not because... That's why those regulations were put in place. In the first, well, yeah, yeah, I know he's doing that. You can't file class action suits anymore. Uh, well, yeah, that's not going to stand up. They're going to get rid of that. You know, so all the people that he made all these promises to, and now he's talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to build the wall, and Mexico's going to pay us back. What? Even Mitch McConnell got on TV, and they said, is Mexico going to pay for the wall? And he goes, uh, no. <laughs> and that's his right-hand man. Wait, let's go back to the whole, the regulation where they can just dump into the lo local streams. Who, who, people, there were actually people defending that bullshit. A lady said, your water filter has coal in it. <laughs> You're fine. I was just, the comments are just, have you ever just looked through the comments of the stories with all this shit? I just look, no. through, I just look for the people defending this. Like, how can you defend them just dumping in the, in the water? And you will find some person who could defend Try to find a way to defend it. It's just like... Dumping in the water. <laughs> dumping in the air. Um, like the pictures that they show... Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember how old you are. <laughs> wow. Do you remember pictures of the 70s? Yeah. Just like burnt out cars sitting on the side of the road? Oh, yeah. For no apparent reason? You know, that there was a reason there was a Native American man crying. He saw his country dying. Oh, yeah. Smog was even worse back then. Yeah, I lived in California. And there were days we couldn't go to school because we couldn't breathe if we went outside. <laughs> what? Yes, we had smog days. Small days where they told you just to stay your ass home because it's too bad to breathe outside? Yes. Isn't that fucking scary? Like, that shit just not going to clear it by itself the next day. There's still some remnants of that shit still in the air. Right. And the water is still brown. So, I mean, America and Canada are about the same size. Canada's colder, yes. So maybe there's fewer people, less people to mess up the environment. I don't know. But look how nice their country is compared to ours. Free healthcare makes a difference. That's a, that's a lot of stress off your mind knowing if I hurt myself today, I don't have to go in debt for the rest of my life trying to get medical bills paid for. But it also, you know, I don't hear about black lung cases 
coming out of Canada the way they're coming out of Wyoming. Any any one Wyoming, which makes no sense. It did not. It was that's, the, that's, a, that's a coal mining state. The hate for Obama and Obamacare, where people just lost all logic and common sense to say, even though it helped them out tremendously. I know. They still didn't because want it. Because it didn't pay for everything they needed, from band-aids to bunion cures. You know, you had health care when you had nothing before. You can get this treated, this treated, this treated. But because I won't buy you a humidifier, all of a sudden Obama's the devil. But you know what it all comes down to? They always say, I don't want my premium to go up because I had to pay for people who didn't work. Yeah, you're not working. <laughs> Know why? Because the coal mines are shut down. Know why the coal mines are shut down? Because they're making people sick and they won't clean their act up. And now they just deregulated that so they don't have to clean it up even more? I love his two-for-one policy. For every regulation you want to enact, you have to deregulate too. <laughs> what? But you know what that is, though. He's running America like a business. He's a businessman. That's why no, I was. He's not. He bankrupt casinos. That's a business move. It's a tax write-off. It was under a. a he was under. He was protected under an LLC. You go bankrupt. That's a tax write-off on your main companies. It's all business. No, it's all a Ponzi scheme. It's Ponzi scheme. A business. It's a, it's a stack <laughs> of cards that he keeps shuffling. I'm going to pay this one, so I don't have to pay that one, so I can pay this one, so I can pay that one. Because remember, he said he wasn't going to take his salary. He's been paid twice. Where did it go? <laughs> now he's talking about, oh, I'll give my salary to a charity at the end of the year. No, why can't you give your salary to the charity now? Because he's investing that shit and gaining interest on it so he can just get it back. Thank you, because he needs... <laughs> that money for capital to pay somebody so somebody else don't know he lying to him. It's all, I, I, I cannot believe. And then when I read the Democrats are saying, well, we have to proceed cautiously. Why? He sold us out to Russia and had a Turkey operative operating in our country. Why do we have to proceed with caution? He's thrown caution to the wind, and you need to help us. Hey, it's not. Did we say no? Don't no, no politics. <laughs> no, you said we would touch lightly on politics. This it, is you, you can't touch lightly on this shit because it's, it's it's amazing. But like I said, he's running the country as a business, and that's how he runs his businesses. He's not running the country at all. He is just a mouthpiece that they put up there. If I had to guess, I'd say Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, and mm, I forgot that other guy's name. But it's not Bannon. It's not Bannon is the one.
pulling for those uh, military dollars. I'm not sure what he's up to, but he's up to something. But he's up to a lot. That's why he hasn't been seen that much. He's in the background. Is, sorry. He's in the background pulling strings. That's all he's doing. But he wants military control. That's what he's going for. Pence is still trying to figure out what the hell happened. He's like, what is going on? Because I think he honestly thought Jeff Sessions was going to be in his corner. And Jeff Sessions has backed himself into a corner he can't get out of. Didn't he resign? or? He hasn't resigned yet, but it's, he's getting pushed pretty hard. Um, and the whole Flynn thing really put a dent in Pence because Pence came out and said, no, this didn't happen. And then Flynn said, yeah, it did. <laughs> you know, so Pence is, he's confused. Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, those two, those two are the ones. Paul Ryan. That, Yeah, he's flip-flop city because remember, he was so against Trump. Yeah, and then all of a sudden one weekend, it's like, hey, Trump, you know, I'm going for Trump. And then, yep. like, some was made, some deal was made, something shady on the background was said and done, or Trump had some dirt on him or something. Was no, said. Trump had nothing to do with it. Somebody leaned over and whispered in Paul Ryan's ear and said, if you back him and we get him in, your budget will go through. And Paul Ryan's main concern about his budget getting pushed through is getting that health care plan pushed through because he is giving tax breaks to all his friends and poor people don't matter. The American Care American uh, Care Act, is that what it's called? Nope, it's called Trump Care. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it from this day forward, it's Trump Care. Have you looked at it though? I mean, I, I didn't even go through the main points of it yet. Cause... Well, what it says, from what I understand, people with pre existing conditions, they can charge them higher premiums. They have to cover them. But they can charge them higher premiums. And remember, pregnancy is considered a pre-existing condition. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If you let your insurance lapse, even if it's for a day, they can charge you a 30% like tariff or tax or increase because you let your insurance lapse. But if your insurance lapses because you can't pay the higher premium, how are you going to pay the higher premium plus 30% that locks you out of insurance? Yep. They're going to roll back all the, um, all the states that did not opt in for extended Medicaid or Medicare. Medicaid. Uh-huh. All those states that did not opt in aren't getting it, and they're going to roll back the states that did opt in. They're going to roll, back, roll it back over a period of years, but 
they're going to roll that back. So I'm like, so old people and sick people and poor people are screwed. Pretty much. But this is so much better than Obamacare, because you know Obamacare. Obamacare was broken in some ways, and it would have it would have been easy fixes. It would have been if they'd have passed Obamacare the way it was originally presented, which was the government will pay for this. Just go sign up for health care. That was the original Obamacare plan. Everybody will be covered, be it Medicare, Medicaid, whatever, you know. Like, we have Badger Care, you know, we have Badger Care here. Right. So, you know, that covers the people in between, you know, employment and Medicaid, you know. So, uh, Obamacare would have covered that premium. But the reason Obamacare got so much flack is because they were taxing the insurance companies give us that money to cover these people. Pay your fair share for once. Mm-hmm. That's what big happened? business. Don't go, can't go against big business. They tear it down. Lobbyists. And that's why the the hospitals, doctors, and all these other, you know, are even AARP is going against the plan that they're proposing because they're proposing a $400 billion tax cut for insurance companies over, what is it, 10 years to 2026, whatever. I'm like, no. So the, all those subsidies that were being covered by the government are now going to be relaxed and given as tax breaks to them. <laughs> you um, wanna know why? You wanna know why? Uh, why? Because he's running the country like a business, and businesses look out for each other. Fuck the, the you know, the working man. It's all about the big business. This he is, is not running this country at all. Because <laughs> when they ask him about this health care bill, he had no clue what it said. Because there are specific things that are left out of this bill. Because if they have been put in the bill, in order to get it past Congress and the Senate, it would not have been able to pass simply because of what would have been in it. And that would have been those subsidies. Mm -hmm. So, I was just like, I have never watched C-SPAN so much in my life. <laughs> I didn't even know what channel it was. Now I got it on speed dial. It's like, I think it's 14 or something. But, you know, I got, I have to pay attention. I have to vote. I have to pay attention. And I have to, because they're passing, I mean, endangered species. They're eliminating that. And this is why they didn't have a problem with that divorce woman taking over the Department of Education. They're planning on eliminating it. Yeah. We don't have to have somebody smart take it over. We aren't going to fund it anymore. All this to bulk up a military that is already the, the biggest in the world. For what? 
We're not fighting anybody right now. No, nobody major. It's called a war. You know, we're not engaged in a war. World domination they're planning. There's no way we're going to get world domination. There's a queen still sitting over there in the UK. <laughs> and that bitch is hard as nails. I'm serious. But we're not going to bomb the, the people who are actually trying to attack us, you know, like Saudi Arabia, the ones who actually flew into the buildings. Why not? They got stuff we need. Well, he's got dealings. He's got business dealings with them. And I cannot pronounce the country's name because it's stupid. Russia? It's something like Azerbaijan, something like that. It's located between Iran. It's a little country, but he built stuff there. And as soon as things got passed that he wanted to get passed, he abandoned those buildings. But the funding that he got paid was supposedly from people who backed the Taliban. I don't know if any of it's true, but that's supposedly the story, and nobody will touch it. I heard one report on it. Is that reporter still alive? Yes, she is still alive. She's <laughs> the one. It's Rachel Maddow. She's the one who just supposedly released his taxes. From 2005? Yeah. <laughs> what a joke. I know, because it would have been a hell of a lot longer than two pages. It was only two pages? <laughs> yeah, it was a 1040 form like you and I would fill out. There were no <laughs> schedules. There were no... <laughs> you know, somebody with his kind of money, it's going to be at least an inch and a half, two inches thick with all the schedules and things that he's claiming. You know, it, she had two pages. I didn't see the full interview, but... At the end of the clip that I saw, she said, that's what she said. A tax return for somebody like Donald Trump is going to be a hell of a lot bigger than two pages. And I'm, and he, and the White House came out and said something in a statement that it was illegal for them to release this. And, you know, but yeah, those are his actual tax returns. Two pages from two... When I had yeah. a, when I sold Tupperware for half a year, that made my that made my taxes like six pages by itself from covering that bullshit. So no damn well, <laughs> all the shit that he's involved with it should be a lot longer than that. Well, he did claim like a hundred and three million dollar loss on that tax return. Yeah, and that's what it was tax write offs because you start a business. Where the schedules? Where, you know, where, where are all the other forms that go with that? You know, that, like, you're right. That tax return should have been two inches thick. Because he starts business, phony little LLCs and, you know, corporations to do a certain job. Once that job is done, up, oh, we're bankrupt. Fuck everybody who owe money. We're bankrupt. You ain't going to get shit from us. <laughs> Just done. Yeah, but like that, that 
the tower that he built over there, and I cannot say this, and I want to be able to say it's something like Azhebazhan or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I know I if you show me a map, I can tell you where it is. But he built a tower there for all these like hundred millions of dollars. There's no access road to it. I don't even know how they built it. Because now that it's built, it's just standing there. You can't get to it. You can't get in it. There's nobody in it. There's no offices. Nothing. It's just abandoned. It was a tax write-off. <laughs> no, it was a... It was a way... I think it was money laundering, but... That that's I don't, that's how you get money laundering. You do tax write offs. I tried I this business, it didn't work. Yeah, I started this business, it didn't work out. I got a card claim bankruptcy because it's not making no money. No, he didn't claim bankruptcy on it. He did the work yeah, and collected the money, but the building is useless. So it's like the people who commissioned the building to be built did it for no reason, but he just did the work, so he's like, I showed up, I did what they wanted me to do, I got paid, I'm gone. It's now up to the people who commissioned the building to explain why it's there. But supposedly the funds he got paid with came from people who financed the Taliban. I, like I said, I don't know. Alright, that's enough politics for today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the video? I think it was uh, North Carolina. Uh, the beauty store owner accused the girl of stealing the fake eyelashes. She said, I didn't steal nothing. You looked in my purse. He said, you stole it. So she tries to leave. He roughs her up, kicks her, slams her on the ground, puts her in a chokehold. Have you seen the video? Mm -mm. Oh boy. So do I have to pause this and let you see the video before we continue? That would be nice. Alright, I'm giving pauses for one second. We're going to check this video. I'll be right back. Alright, and we're back. You seen the video? What do you, what do you think? I'm going to let you go first on this one. I want to know how come she couldn't beat them two little people up. That's it? <laughs> you, no, seriously. If you grab me and I've done nothing wrong, I would have a lot more fight in me than that. Right. And when he kicked her in the behind, which was uncalled for, she should have decked him. He had no right to treat her that way. Neither one of them had any right to treat her that way. But... I'm sorry, I wouldn't have went down like that. Here's my thing. This is, this is, hey. He was wrong for trying to assault her and kicking her. That's when this shit really jumped off. Why is somebody, why is there people in here just sitting here filming this shit and not getting involved in it? I, I, earlier in the video, didn't we see a security guard? I think that's who was taping it. Damn that. 
you just can't sit watch a grown man beat up on a woman. Just y'all just standing around watching this shit. It's too much. Second. I agree. With, I agree with you, but I'm okay. This is where maybe my racism is coming out. I'm not afraid of Asian men. They just don't intimidate me. That that door should have been tore up. <laughs> That store would have been tore up if it had been me. But <laughs> what I'm saying is I agree with you and I need to step back and get perspective on what happened. He mistreated her. Probably because she was black. Because I didn't see anything that looked like she was stealing anything. Exactly. So he had no right to treat her, especially the kick in the ass. I'm I'm sorry. That, that would have sent me right off in the left field. And the fact that she said you checked my purse, you didn't see nothing. I'm not stealing. And he still told, yes, you is. Yes, you is. And slammed her to the ground. But did you also see later on in the video where the, the wife or woman is trying to pull him off? Because he's like, he's like choking her out. Damn that. Who, who's in there? It, it was more than one person in there because the one lady was talking to somebody else as she filming it. Like what? Well, is this a completely empty store with those those four people in there? Well, by the same token, we stand around the tape when people are kicking the crap out of our people too, cause that girl out there at East Town, somebody take that whole thing too. Well, did nobody call another cop? Did nobody try to intervene? Well, you no. know, whatever, the way that cop was going, if a black man would have stepped up and did something, he would have been shot dead on the spot. That's probably true, but he could have called other units. He could have made another 911 call so somebody else would have come. I didn't see any other units arrive. But back to this situation. Back to this situation. He, and the thing that pissed me off about it was, they called NAACP. Which I don't like the organization that I don't really have a, a I'm very fond of because my personal experience of dealing with it. They come out and they said, "If you apologize, we'll stop the boycott." Fuck that. What? <laughs> they wanted the owner. They wanted the guy to apologize to the woman, and they was gonna call off the boycott, and then people would go back to the store and shop at the store. No, why aren't they demanding charges be filed? He assaulted her. Exactly. And one thing, why would you even go back to that store after that shit? After that, if you see he doesn't give a fuck and do some shit like that, why would you continue to even want to go to that damn store? Why is that store even standing? Why, you know, do the right thing. Do like and do the right thing. Put a garbage can through the window and have, uh, what was the the, the slow dude with the Malcolm X pictures? Burn that bitch down. Because of two reasons. If they attack the store, they're all going to go to jail. Hey. Whether they were just standing there or not, they're all going to go to jail. And two, they don't have, I'm assuming that this store is in an area that doesn't have access to another store. I can get in my car and I can drive all the way to Milwaukee for hair products and makeup products if I want to because I have that luxury. I don't know that this neighborhood has that luxury. If this is the only store in town, if you tear it up, 
that only tears down your community. That's when somebody needs to step up and pull their money together and start up a place where they can go and get their beauty supply without having to worry about the owner slamming them down and being choked out. Yeah, but they're not going to get the direct supply that these people are getting. They're, not, they're getting a discount we're not going to get. And everybody that walks through the door is going to say, you going to hook me up, right? Yeah, I'm going to hook you up with the price that's on my stuff. But I don't want to pay $8.99 for this. They only charge me $3.99. Well, I'm sorry. I ain't got relatives in China, Taiwan, wherever the hell this shit is made. So you got to pay $8.99. And they're going to boycott my store. <laughs> uh, just can't win, huh? It's a not it's not a matter of can't win. These stores are set up in low income neighborhoods. I can't expect to set up a black owned business in a low income neighborhood. I can't expect to have a grocery store where the people are getting food stamps because I'd be ripping them off. Because they they're not gonna be able to afford the prices that I'm gonna have to charge. That's not what those communities need. What those communities need is what happened over where I used to live, over on the north side. Uh-huh. It's when they when they put that uh uh Willie Street Co op over there, they set up shuttles to go to Woodman's that the people don't have to pay for. Or I think it's it might be two dollars. They pay two dollars, they take them to Woodman's. They give them two hours to shop, and then they take them back home. Really? That is what those neighborhoods need, is a shuttle service to get them to the, the, the places that they can shop. Because then I can set up my shop somewhere that I can get business from other people who have income, but also serve my community who doesn't have income, because that community is now being served by a, a company that is employee-owned that they can afford. They can't afford Willie Street Co-op. Willie Street Co-op ain't no punk. <laughs> Especially if you don't no. have a membership. No. They're not, I, I went in there to buy an onion. I think I paid $2 for it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say gentrification is going on in the north side of Madison? No, what I'm trying to say is that they need to set up services in their communities that are going to get them to your businesses. You can set up your business outside of, you know, the hood. But there has to be something. You have to work with that community to get them to you. Because when that whole thing was going on, I was like, what's going to happen to the people who can't afford that? And they said, we're going to try to set up a shuttle service. Got out my checkbook. Here you go. Here go my donation. You know, I can't do much, but I can do something. 
So I supported that effort to get the people to the place they need to be, which is Woodman's, which they can afford. And now they only have to pay $2 to get their round trip. They can't even do that on the bus. Right. So it, it's just a matter of, you know, you don't have to put up with this if you're willing to invest in your community because I'm sure if you set up like like where Sally's Beauty is, you know, out there by the mall. Uh-huh. That gets people from all on the east side. But it's also in a, a area where lower income people could catch a bus to. You know, they could catch a bus, get their hair care products or whatever, and then still get back home on the same transfer. So it's still only costing them $2. But they don't, they decided to not continue to serve that community when this, the one over here, the, the beauty supply place over here by me open. And I guarantee you, if one of those people step behind the counter and accuse me of stealing and kick me in the ass, it's going to be a fire. <laughs> On First Street <laughs> and East Washington. Yeah, I'm telling you, they should have they tore that place up. Um, that place. No, they shouldn't have. They couldn't. I don't believe, based on what I see from, from the, the surroundings, they couldn't. That's the only store they have. What a sad state we in. <laughs> what but, sad you know, state. It's like, get on your computer. You can go on your computer, but do they have computers in this neighborhood? No, tell them to get on their iPhones and shit. Right. Order it online. You know, you don't, you don't have to. But if you think the only place you can go, and I guarantee you that's what these people have been telling them. If you do something to my store, you have nothing. No, I got an iPhone. <laughs> China is here, right here in my hand. Amazon's a motherfucker, boy. So, but but that's what they don't understand is that, you know, what you see in front of you is not your world anymore. You can get online. You can buy things from overseas. You know, it might take a little longer to get here, but you can do that. But they don't realize that. They don't understand that they don't have to take this kind of abuse because this is what they've always lived with. And it's time that we stop putting up with the goddamn abuse and investing in our own. It's, it's time. It's time. It's, I agree, <laughs> but that does not mean burn down their shop. I didn't mean, I mean, I'm just saying, I'll, I'll probably have burned it down, but I'm just saying. At, at that time, in that neighborhood that had a car that could fit four people said, if you give me two dollars, I'll take you to the Mall of America or whatever, wherever they are. You know, I'll, take you, to a, I'll take you to another beauty supply store if you just give me two dollars. Do you know how many of them going to say, why can't you just take me for free? Because I got gas and gas money. Well, you going that way anyway. Ain't they gave you enough gas money? That, that's the problem. That's the problem. Nobody will... Our community does not support our own grassroots 
efforts. When we try to help you out of the situation you're in, you want the hookup. It's not about a hookup. It's about stepping up and being better and getting up. And they don't want to do that. And I don't have time for it. I used to give people rides to the store all the time. And they would tell me they didn't want to give me the 2 $3 that I asked for. I stopped taking them. I said, you can be hungry. <laughs> what was the reason for not giving you the gas money? Because you was going that way anyway? Yep. Because <laughs> I was going that, in, that way anyway. Somebody was going to give me a tip. A tip? They barely giving me the $3. And I'm taking them all the way to the grocery store. I'm taking you and three other people to the grocery store. Because I got a station wagon. And I can hold all y'all groceries. And you want to give me problems about the $3? <laughs> I just said forget it. And the people, the other two people had to suffer because that one person was a butthead. But it wasn't worth my effort to go for $6 because I wasn't even filling up my gas tank. Right. I'm going, I'm sitting for two hours while you grocery shop. I'm dragging you back, and I don't even get half a tank of gas out of it. What is, I mean, I'm trying to do my part and be part of the goodwill, but, you know, wonky over here wanted to act stupid, so. You can't help everyone. I mean, for $9, it was worth my time to do it because I'm getting at least a half a tank of gas. I'm still sitting in two hours, but I'm doing it for more people. I still got the same amount of storage space, which means I can fit the groceries in. You know, a station wagon in that neighborhood was a godsend. <laughs> you know, I could, put one, I could put two people up front with me and three in the back seat plus all their groceries. And all I'm getting out of it is gas money. I'm giving up my time, and all I'm getting is gas money. I wasn't making a profit. I wasn't even getting enough money that I could go buy a pack of gum with the money you was giving me. I got to put it all back in the gas tank. But I did that because but that's what my community needed at the time. But one cornflake screwed it up for everybody, and that's what keeps happening over and over and over. So, excuse me, I don't know how we're going to get it together, how we're going to fix it, but. And there's always, they don't question any other race except our own. That's the thing that really gets me. No, Hispanics get it pretty hard. Do they? Yeah, well, see, Hispanics don't necessarily, they don't have the same needs that we do. So they set up their own little, you know, stores and things that supply with it. Like, uh, you've been over there to the little uh, store behind uh, Sitco on Northport, right? Sitco on Northport. Uh... By Culver's and Jung's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the other side, there's a little... Hispanic store, and it sells all Hispanic products, like uh, their their corn that they use for their, the, the cornmeal they use for their tortillas, and all that stuff. It's all Hispanic foods in there. All of their menus and everything are written in Spanish first, English second. 
So when you walk through the door, you know exactly who you are <laughs> when you walk in there. But they supply their whole community. But they don't they don't seem to have a problem with their people getting to them. Because I've lived in that that neighborhood for years. I didn't see a whole lot of Latinos over there, but if you sit there because there's a laundromat next door. If you wash your clothes there, you see lots of traffic. Yeah, there's a rest. There's a there's a grocery store by that by my house right now, along with a um, restaurant that they just opened right next to it, and it's the same thing. You don't see a lot around the neighborhood, but that place is busy. It's a lot of traffic going in and out of there, and they support it. But I understand enough to know I don't hear where the hookup <laughs> <laughs> coming out of their mouth. They pay the price, you know. For, but they always explain to me. Well, the first few times I went in there, they explained to me avocado is extra, sour cream is extra, and I just look at them with this flat look, like I can read the sign and say extra. I get it. <laughs> I understand it's extra, but now if I go in there, they know who they they kind of recognize my face because I used to have to do laundry over there for a while, and the tacos are amazing. But but you know, so they stopped explaining it to me. But I never, I still don't understand why when I go into Culver's and order a hamburger, they ask me, "Do I want cheese on it?" I'm like, "That's a cheeseburger. I didn't ask for a cheeseburger." <laughs> I don't understand that mentality, but apparently it's prevalent enough that they have to ask that question. So, I'm not blaming that solely on black people, white people. I'm just saying people in general have that problem. So, when will our communities invest in ourselves and keep the money with ourselves. When would that ever happen or will it ever happen? That will happen when our community first invests in education. Or take education serious. Correct. Or take education serious. Until then, we're doomed because we can't you can't understand what you're doing to your community economically if you don't understand economics you know if you don't understand how investing in your community by supporting it and paying the full price helps build your community you know, do you know you can tell children, young adults, that there used to be black-owned banks? Yep, there's very few. They, they will tell you, no, there didn't. Yes, <laughs> there did. Used to be black-owned banks, dry cleaners, car dealerships, all of these businesses. We had our own communities. 
self-sustaining community. And voices came along and said, oh, we can't have this shit. Yep. And broke it up. We've been trying to give it back ever since. No, we haven't. No, we haven't because they keep here, here is how they separate us. They keep the poor chasing a dream they can never have, which is BET videos. Oh, God. No. Uh. Give them just enough. We'll give them the shoes. We'll give them the phones. We'll give them the jeans, hair and nails, and let them think that that's all the world is. And then, at the top, we'll let them be doctors dentists and you know movie stars and basketball players but they're that is rich not wealthy they never let us understand we're not wealthy yeah. that's the problem because you got the basketball players. Oh, I make a million dollars. I'm going to give you 750000 of that for a Bentley. Do you understand <laughs> it only leaves you with $250,000? I don't think they do. They <laughs> you're, you're sti that's, what I'm under that's what I'm saying. They get rich. They don't understand wealth. There's a documentary. Well, it's a 30 for 30 on ESPN called Broke. It showed a football player. I forget his name. I think it was Leon Searchy. He had got his last check. It was, um, I think it was like fifty or sixty thousand. His last check now that he's going to be getting. He said he was driving home, and he seen they had the new Hummers out. <laughs> so and he, stopped he stopped and bought a new Hummer with his last check, and was done. No more money. <laughs> yeah. We understand rich. We don't understand wealth. Even, like, okay, even Barack Obama, I think he understands wealth, and he's striving for it still. I don't think he has it. He's very rich, but I don't think he has wealth. It'll take Sasha and Malia to show us if he has wealth. Well, Based it. on what they do, but they because wealth wealth runs generations. It's not just oh my daddy you you know bought me the new Jordans this week and you know that's that's not wealth that's rich. That's not even rich. The new Jordans is not even rich. People get the new Jordans and think they just ball and out of control. It's like that's just two hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. What makes yeah, it's nothing. I mean, when is the last time you heard about a rapper, uh, uh, a singer, uh, yeah, when is the last time you heard about somebody popular, excuse me, being in black, white, green, purple, whatever color, buying a Bentley? That's an investment. You don't drive a Bentley every day. You don't drive a Bentley 120 miles an hour down the Pacific Coast Highway. 
You take a Bentley out when you are making a show of yourself. I'm going to the theater tonight. I got on a $5,000 tuxedo. She got on a $12,000 dress. You know, that is a show of wealth. But in order to build up to that, you got to get past this. I'm rich. I'm rich. You got to get past that. You got to invest your money yeah, in those, yourself. Those tax season ballers. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about them. <laughs> that kind. Tax season ballers. Yeah, I'm getting $8,000 back. How you getting $8,000 you ain't made $8,000 all year. That's why they didn't get it. That's why they get it. I, I figured it out. The more, That's why they get it. Because they know it's going to right back in. It's not going to last. They're going to spend on dumb shit and boost the economy for a short period of time. Because they're not going to invest in nothing smart. No, that's not going to even boost the economy for a little while. What it's going to do is take that money right back out of their hands and put them right back in the poorhouse. That's what I mean. It's going to, but they're not going to get, they're not going to improve their status. They're just going to go out and buy some, like you said, Jordan clothes, new hair. I actually, I actually once tried to price a Bentley. Do you know you cannot price a Bentley? You have to go in and speak to a customer representative in person. They won't even talk to you on the phone. Hell yeah, because it's high end. They want they want to know who you are and what you. Cause you can't finance them. You have to buy them outright. I could not find one, and I called three different dealers. One on the New York coast and two on the California. You can't finance them. You gotta buy them. You have to be able to sign that check. <laughs> and I think that's why these, you know, fast, rich people don't get them. Because you can't finance them. You can finance a Lamborghini. Uh. That's a waste of money. People like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. There is a Mercedes that I would like to have. And if I ever get the money to get it, all I want to do is drive it once on the German Autobahn. <laughs> they can have it back after that. I'll just take it for a test drive. Maybe I'll rent it in Germany. I don't know. But I think it's got 160 on the dash, and I just. I want to just go. All right, it's about that time. Let's, let's get it kind of late. Uh, follow me on Twitter. M-I-X-X-C-E-O. All one, all one word. Like us on Facebook. Search Mixed Up, Net, Mixed Up Network. Like us on Facebook. Share the page and subscribe to us. We're on everything. We on uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stricker. Wait, let me get the list. <laughs> you can say something while I'm looking. Look faster! Look faster! I can't see you, Briar. Alright, 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 alright. <laughs> we are available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn.
We are everywhere. Find us, like us, share us, get the word out. Live podcast, March 19th, Madison Comic Con. We're going to do some more more live events. If you want us to come do, a, do an event at your, if you want us to come to your event, hit us at the email, mixed up Gmail, mixed up network at gmail.com. I'm all over the place, huh? If you want us to come to your live event, Mixed up network at gmail.com. We'll come out, set up, do a live show, talk shit, have some fun. Where can they find you? World of Worldcraft, Hogwarts, Klingon. Gotcha. <laughs> that's, that's really cold. Um, I guess, uh, Two two nine and Yahoo dot com. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like I said, like, comment, and share. And we out.